Bickley and Murata. Social Studies. Brought to you by Carol Royce Keller Williams Realty East Valley. Get more money selling your home. Go to carolhasthebuyers.com. That's carolhasthebuyers.com. Yeah, it's time for social studies. It's that time of the morning where uh, Sarah Cazell sifts through what's going on, Bickley underscore Murata on Twitter, to get to the heart of the matter, the subjects of the day. It's a little bit more difficult on Fridays because she has to sift through the make it stop uh, tweets that we get <laughs> on Bickley underscore Murata. That's happening again, too. But Indeed. Sarah, what do you got for us? Uh, speaking of sifting through the weirdness on Twitter, I just want to point out, uh, not related to social studies, but currently... Paris Hilton and MySpace both are trending topics on Twitter. Wait, what year? What is year this? is it? Exactly. <laughs> is it 2003? Wow. Well, I'm Why for MySpace. Why would either of those be trending? Paris Hilton has a new reality show where she's getting married or something. Yes, the headline is Paris Hilton is married. And there's some new social media website that is formatted exactly like how old MySpace was formatted. So people are getting flashbacks. There you uh, go. Okay. All right, there you go. Now that we know that, I could write some jokes for the sports club and you'll get the references. Oh, perfect. <laughs> there we go. Welcome into social studies, everyone. And the big everyone. takeaway there is that you still have the jokes to write for oh, the yeah. sports kebab. Oh, yeah. I see him pulling up the Word doc <laughs> yeah, right, over, uh, right. uh-huh. through the glass. It's honestly impressive to watch oh, it come it's together. Really, yeah. It's something. It's or something. in keeping with the it theme, maybe something. he's pulling up the Word perfect doc. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> Anyhow, welcome to Social Studies. We do it every day at 9 o'clock where we, we get social with you on Twitter at Bickley underscore Murata. We post some questions. You post your answers. I read my favorite ones here. Uh, let's start with the news that came down yesterday afternoon. OBJ, now in L.A., he signed a one-year deal with the Rams yesterday. So we are asking, comparing the Rams wide receivers versus the Cardinals wide receivers, which trio is better? DeAndre Hopkins, A.J. Green, Christian Kirk, or OBJ, Robert Woods, Cooper Cup. Better trio. I'm, I'm going with the Cardinals trio. I'm taking, if you're going with the number one options, I'm taking mm-hmm. Hopkins over Cup. I think he's more Great. dynamic. Um, A.J. Green, resume over over Robert Woods. I, I would I would flip that. I would take Robert Woods over A.J. Green. But at the third, I would take Rondale Moore. Robert Woods has had a bit of a drop problem this year. But okay, were you about to say you're taking Rondale Moore over Christian I, Kirk? No, I would I would take Rondale. Oh, oh you have Christian Kirk. Kirk, Kirk is yeah, the, yeah, that's the, the third I would, Yeah, I would take Christian Kirk over Odell Beckham Jr. So I would give the Two I would give the wide receiver trio the edge to the Cardinals. Okay, and you both agree that DeAndre Hopkins is the best solo receiver of all of those. I do. I do. Yeah, the numbers don't bear that out this year. Cooper Cup's having a great statistical year, and he's very good. He but I, he's not the same type of receiver that DeAndre Hopkins is, in my opinion. I agree with that. Mm-hmm. Uh, right now, it's... I mean, people are going to vote for the Cardinals because they love them, but 83% of the vote goes to the Cardinals trio over 17% for the Rams trio. Um couple people saying with if you swapped out Kirk for Rondale Moore, the Cardinals would be better. Um, Nightmare says Cooper Cup is the best overall, but DeAndre Hopkins is elite. A.J. Green and Christian Kirk are stronger than the other two Rams guys. Yeah, Nightmare. So don't, still... don't get blinded by the statistics, Nightmare. <laughs> He's not better than DeAndre Hopkins. Sorry. There you go. <laughs> Moving on to our next question. Uh, speaking of Hopkins, he and Kyler Murray uh, did not practice yesterday. Buda Baker was a limited participant, did some work on the side. Um, 
but but those three guys are are not full participants in practice this week. So we are asking of those three whose absence would hurt the Cardinals more if they missed Sunday's game against the Panthers. Whose absence would hurt the most? Kyler Murray, Buda Baker, DeAndre Hopkins. Hmm. I'd go Buda Baker. Yeah, I, I'm I'm tending to agree, but that's also assuming that Colt McCoy can continue to play at the level close to the level. Mm-hmm. He doesn't have to be as good as he was last week, but he does have to make plays and not turn the ball over. Um, yeah. But but I've also seen Buda Baker l- less defenses, and they do not look good. So I, I'll vote for Buda Baker as well. We have recency bias because last week Hopkins and Murray didn't play. The Cardinals looked just fine. Going back to the last yeah. game that Baker missed, right. the Cardinals did not look fine. That's yeah. right. Yeah, that's that's well said. And that is why Buda Baker is leading this poll right now. 58% of our voters say Buda Baker's absence would hurt the most among those three. 38% voted for Kyler Murray. Only 3% for DeAndre Hopkins. But that's not about him. It's just about the other receivers that the Cardinals have. Uh, Daylight Films says you can't nail down a victory without the hammer. I like it. Buda Baker. <laughs> All right, next question. Uh, Dan, how do I describe this? You started off the show with a story this morning. Yeah. About seeing an abandoned car in the middle in of the Shea. In the middle of a boulevard. Yeah, at, at whatever it was, 4.30 in the morning. Yeah, at Odd ear- times. An eerie, cursed drive to yeah, work it, today. Yeah, it, it, did, it did have an eerie feel to it, yes. Yes. So we're asking, what is the weirdest situation you have ever encountered while driving? Was that it for you, Dan? Oh, no, 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 no. Um, do you have something? I was once trying to get back to Chicago for Thanksgiving, and I was with oh, John here we Candy. Go. Here we go. Okay. I couldn't really think of anything <laughs> all that weird. Well, we have lots Our of listeners did. Yeah. 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 yeah, I'd like to hear some of those. Okay. Um, well, first, the Phoenix Lights got mentioned quite a bit from 1997, uh, that big event. Uh, Bo mentioned that. Uh, Ryan Wisdom says during our 100 year storm about eight years ago, a bull got loose on the 202. I helped two police on horseback <laughs> corral the bull. Wow. It sounds nuts, but it happened. Wow. I actually I did think of one. Ooh, I remember that? I was driving to work. I was in college and I was driving to work and I was on Hayden and Cactus okay. at a red light and some vehicle had just spilled, like a truck had spilled debris into the road. And a police officer had happened upon it, kind of pulled into the middle of the intersection, stopped traffic, motioned to me, pulled me out of my car to help get the debris off the road. Oh. That is kind of weird. <laughs> that's that very, was, that that's was very, very odd. Yeah. One yeah. time I was, uh, I was driving through an area of downtown Chicago near Russian Division where all the restaurants and bars are. And it's like a 30-mile-an-hour street, and all of a sudden I see this guy running diagonally through the street over like a green beltway, then right in front of my car. And he jumps over a table. He's running from somebody. So I'm watching him running away, and my car's rolling slowly. Boom! I hit the car in front of me. Oh, no! It was a Chicago policeman. Oh. (laughs) Yay! Oh, no. So, Ticket? but this this Chicago policeman, he gave me three tickets, okay, and he was a real jerk face to me, and I'm like, oh man. I go to court, and I'm in front of the judge, and the judge is reading off everything, and I'm getting ready to give him my defense, and the officer stands up and tells the judge, 
Your Honor, it was a complete accident. Blah 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 blah. The guy totally stuck up for me in court. What? Unbeknownst to me, free of everything. Wow. It's, yeah. Yeah. He was completely a jerk. I, he, well, no, I, he did what he had to do. A ticket for damaging public property, ticket for damaging city-owned property, and ticket, obviously, for running into the car in front of you. Sure. Even though, even though it was just kind of a tap. Yeah. But if you could have seen my face when I looked up and saw that it was a Chicago policeman that That's I hit. That's funny. Yeah. That's Can I read cool. Daylight Films' response? Of course. Uh, no joke. Pulled up next to a woman who was on the phone eating a burger while smoking a cigarette and breastfeeding her baby. I don't think that's all that weird anymore. Yeah. Yeah, that was me. Yes. <laughs> right. that, wait a minute. Is that why Paris Hilton was trying? <laughs> this is a good one from Wags. When I was in Japan, we got passed by eight kids on go-karts. <laughs> cosplaying as Mario Kart characters and throwing things at each other. Wow. Tremendous. I have two that I want to read quickly. This one from Captain Serial. I was 16 years old at the time. I ran a red light in front of a police car and like a dumbass, I tried to evade the police in a clunker 1990 Civic. (laughs) The cops corner me and then cuff me and my friends. They let me go after getting a good laugh and called me Vin Diesel in training wheels. Oh, they let him go. Wow. Yes. And then Arthur says, while minding my own business, some dude kept following me for miles with these ridiculous blue and red lights on top of his car. (laughs) (laughs) That was my favorite. That's excellent. Uh, Thank you, Sarah. Thank you. Oh, congrats to Jarrett. Thank you for not bringing up Mock My World, by the way. I I have a grievance. I have a Uh, grievance for Mock My World. What is it? Because Jarrett did not give the true description of what the category was on the tweet. That, that, that is fair. That's what I said? There, we, we foresaw the problem that was going to happen with very limited characters, and I did my best. And you're right, I was not able to put cliches and sayings were annoyed at, you know, the full description. Yeah. So we, we these are unofficial results this week. But we did our best. We got over a, a thousand votes, so yeah. we should have probably just well, limited it to cliches and then did the sayings that drive you nuts on a different episode. I, yeah. Listen, I, I, I had to represent my stance against Tutty. I had to. <laughs> I'll say people love your, your objection to that. Dan, I had to. Do you know how many people you introduced to that term? Yeah. A lot right. of people responding saying, I, I, w- I was ignorant of it, and now I, I know what it is, and I'm mad. I, I hadn't no heard it, it until Spencer said it on our show. Oh, you had never heard the phrase? Not that I, it okay. registered with me. Yeah. Unfortunately, I had, and it's yeah. The and worst. I loved your reaction because I had forgotten that obviously when he he was here because you weren't here, so you right. never right. knew exactly. that that whole thing happened. Brutal. Well, Jarrett, by taking a stand, you're making it worse. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's like wildfire. Exactly. Right? You're spreading 3.2%? It. <laughs> 3.1% actually it's an, it's right an, now? It's an unofficial lowest ever in the history of oh, the no. world. But it is. Luke Lipinski and the I double-decker cannot, bus. Yep, the double-decker bus, 5%. You yeah. ever listen to that Luke Lipinski guy, Jarrett? <laughs> I tried once. I <laughs> speaking of weird things happening when you're driving, I wound up in a ditch passed out. <laughs> You can text your thoughts to the FanDuel text line at 620-620 right now. Thank you, Sarah. Social you. studies every day at 9 o'clock. Coming up next, the Phoenix Suns are red hot. They won six in a row. That's the good news. The bad news is they got company in the Western Conference in hot teams. We'll get into that and more with the Suns straight ahead. It's Bickley and Murata Mornings, 98.7 FM, Arizona Sports Station. 98.7 FM, Arizona's Sports Station. Dan Bickley and Murata. Bickley and Murata Mornings. 
Yeah, Phoenix Suns begin a road trip tonight. Next three away from Footprint Center. It starts this evening in Memphis. They're going for their seventh straight win. The Suns have uh, they haven't been all that consistent in terms of forty-eight minute performances, but they're uh, winning consistently. They have uh, you know as of um, two days ago, they had the longest winning streak by mm-hmm. themselves in the NBA. But they got company now. Golden State, man, the Warriors are good. Ten and one. Yep. They've won six in a row. And the L.A. Clippers have won they six in a row. They too. Yeah. After they yep. started uh, one and four, yep. they've won six straight. They're seven and four. So those three teams all in the Western Conference. Um, and, and the Western Conference, as we expected, is shaping up to be uh, real, real tough sledding for all these teams. Yeah. Uh, Suns right now in second place. And we'll see if they can continue that win streak. Obviously, the uh, the other big Suns story is uh, continuing off the court. And I know it's been uh, put out there about... This pending investigation, at least we have a, a timetable on we when do. this is going to happen. Yeah, I learned yesterday the law firm of Wachtell, Lipton, Rosen, and Katz, Vinny, will be in town on, no jokes, Jared, no Josh Rosen jokes. <laughs> that's where you were going, right? No, no, I was just, that's a tremendous name of a... Wachtell, Lipton, Rosen, and Katz. They're going to be in Phoenix on Tuesday, I was told. The interviewing process will begin. How long that takes, it's been described as something that's going to take a long time is what we've heard. Um, that's the extent of what I've learned about this. Um, I am more interested personally in in a couple of different things. Number one, SI.com allegedly broke this story about this video, this eulogy that Robert Sarver delivered, a very profane eulogy delivered in the guise of a roast. We had a conversation about this yesterday. We did not bring to air, but it's really interesting because if you are delivering comedy, the rules are supposed to change. Right. There's a there's a license. You're if you are delivering comedy, there is a license that you are supposed to have. And yet there are some moments in that speech where it wasn't about Dick Heckman. And there were some and it was profane to the point where it it, it's a it's a visual and an audio that that hits you emotionally and not in a good way. And, And that's what I'm talking about when it comes to the difference between the written word testimony and something people can actually hear well can i add, can i add to this yeah. too you yeah. mentioned the license that you're supposed to have right there's a lot of stand-up comics who do it for a living who mm-hmm. would argue they don't have the same yeah. license that they once had yeah. so those are trained professionals doing it and feeling that so imagine how people would react to the owner of a basketball franchise mm-hmm. or the, the the face of a basketball franchise from an ownership standpoint trying to deliver the same material with that same license. It right. doesn't it doesn't go right. over well. I right. get I get that. Yeah, that's exactly right. So then there's that. Then there's the whole DeAndre Ayton thing. Now we told you yesterday about Stephen A. Smith walking back with Jalen Rose casually the the bombshell, whatever it was, that he casually dropped in a conversation on ESPN. Mm-hmm. All right. That I, I think that was definitely warranted. You cannot say something like that without substantiation. Right. And the sons were probably perfectly in their rights to to reach out and say, you either prove this or you retract this. I'm very curious to see where the DeAndre Ayton story goes from here, because just because Stephen A. Smith apologized on behalf of Jalen Rose doesn't mean it's everything is fine with D.A. It doesn't mean that anything was ever not fine with D.A. But until he's back in the lineup, which he's out again tonight, which he's out again tonight, but he's been upgraded to doubtful and he was on the team bench last game. It's it's a tough situation because I really hope this thing as it begins now, I hope this thing does not start to stress out the basketball team. 
That would be a shame. Jay Crowder uh, admitted that that it's hard not to hear these distractions. But this basketball team is also uniquely equipped to do just that. Mm-hmm. That would be something that, that I really hope um, it, it does not become an issue. I hope that the, the outside noise doesn't affect what's going on here because the paradox in all of this is as people are beginning to investigate the workplace culture under Robert Sarver, the basketball culture is elite. Right down, to, right down to the Frank Kaminsky story from the other night. So that those are the two things that that you hope don't get muddled because this basketball team still has a chance to do something very very special. Well, the other thing that's happened too in the eight days since the article was released on ESPN.com is we haven't heard much in terms of other voices coming forward and saying this happened to me, this happened to me, this happened to me. It's still pretty much limited to what was in those seventeen right. pages, seven thousand words, whatever they were. Right. On the flip side of it. Dwayne Rankin put out a story on uh, on azcentral.com uh, that has a lot of prominent figures from Suns past, uh, players and, and other uh, other personalities saying this is not the Robert Sarver I know. Uh, the subject matter came up on TNT last night uh, you know, with, with the studio show. Adam Silver has to step in. Like I say, I don't know whatever happened with the Suns, but I do know is Adam Silver's got to step in and tell Robert Sarver, you or your wife cannot, like, that's, uh, you know, that's lawyer in one-on-one. You shouldn't be talking to people, the witnesses, in the middle of an investigation. Everybody knows that one. I mean, that's just, a hundred. so Adam Silver got to say, hey, Robert, I think his wife is Penny. I don't know them well, but they can't be talking to witnesses. That's 100% wrong. Of course, when there's allegations of this magnitude, it has to be an investigation. Me personally, I played for Robert a year and a half. Never, never had a problem with him. Would never imagine any of this is going on. But I'm sure people that's been working there longer than me have more and better stories. I was only there a year and a half. He was nice to me. His family's nice to me. But when you have allegations of this magnitude, an investigation has to be done. So that was go. part of it last night. Yep. Uh, and and again, uh, what Shaq said there was kind of the tone of, of a lot of the quotes in the in the Dwayne Rankin piece. Again, I these are people's individual experiences. Can't speculate on them. Wasn't there. Right. Um, but, you know, there are people coming out in support uh, of Robert Sarver right now, too, and that's fair to point out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it absolutely is. So I would hope that as this investigation goes on, I would I would hope that it could be in the background as much as possible. And that applies to everybody. Yes. You could text your thoughts because, on Because, by it. the way, the Suns... Are like the hottest team in the NBA. One of. And back to the number two number two seed in the West mm-hmm. right now. Yeah. And text your thoughts to the FanDuel text line at 620-620 right now. Suns-Grizzlies tonight, 6 o'clock tip, 5.30 pregame here on 98.7 FM, Arizona Sports Station. Jared's got the kebab coming up next. It's Pickley and Murata Mornings on this football Friday, 98.7 FM, Arizona Sports Station. Time to take a look at the Arizona Sports Poll Question. Brought to you by Sanderson Ford. The best play is at Sanderson Ford. Okay, welcome back to Bickley and Murata Mornings. Final half hour of the show on this Football Friday. Let's go to ArizonaSports.com for today's poll question. Sarah Cazell with Dan Bickley, Vince Murata, and Jarrett Carlin. Guys, how do you feel about... Not great. Odell Beckham. Sorry. How are you? How do you feel about OBJ going to the Rams? I know we've talked about it already, but let's vote on it. How about that? Three options. I feel worried. He is a great player and weapon for L.A. 
I feel indifferent. He's a good addition, but not a difference maker. I am not worried he doesn't change anything. It's the last choice for me. I think, Bick, you're probably more in the middle, right? Yeah. Yeah. Good good addition, not a difference maker. And uh, Use Bick's vote. Okay. Yeah. I will. Um, indifferent, good addition, but not a difference maker. That's the leading vote getter wow. right now. 48% went with that option. 39% say they are not worried. He doesn't change anything. 12% are worried saying he's a great player and weapon. I just think it's interesting that of all the choices around the league, Odell Beckham Jr. chose the city where most soap operas are filmed because that's kind of the theme with him is everything's a soap opera. Thank if you, he turns, If he turns the situation that he chose into a soap opera, that would really be something. Yeah. That's today's Sanderson Ford poll question. You can vote on it right now on the homepage at ArizonaSports.com. Don't you have some dirty jokes to go tell? It's sports news skewered. The sports kebab. All right, Jarrett. Here we go. Here we go. Already slayed musically. Let's see if you can slay comedically. (laughs) Let's see if I I understand the assignment, as the kids say. Have you heard that one? Yeah. Uh, Yeah. It's it's one of the newer phrases that drives me up a freaking wall. I don't actually even know what it means, but I did see it once on social media. (laughs) And now before we start, guys. Everybody relax. Okay, everybody calm down. I want to set everyone's mind at ease. Mm-hmm. I want to assure everyone that all jokes in the kebab were arrived at after talking with my good friend Joe Rogan. So <laughs> I'm 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 kidding, of course. Why would I ask comedian Joe Rogan about anything of comedy? No, only deeply scientific <laughs> medical question. Now, I'm of course referring to the situation involving Packers quarterback. And guy who asks you to make a tofurkey for him for Thanksgiving, <laughs> but then winds up eating three pieces of regular turkey instead. Aaron Rodgers. Yes, Aaron Rodgers continued his non-apology tour this week by referencing the woke mob, the cancel culture casket, mentioning those who seem to have been misled by him, and of course his good friend Joe Rogan. Now, I can see why those two are friends. See, with Rogan... Rogers has someone that he could philosophize with on controversial topics. And with Rogers, Rogan has someone who can reach the top of shelves for him. (laughs) (laughs) Have you seen Joe Rogan? He looks like a spray-tanned bullet. (laughs) (laughs) But what happened to Aaron Rodgers, man? When did he become this hipster weirdo guy? I mean... He used to be concerned with the NFC. Now he's concerned with NFTs. (laughs) He used to be associated with cheese. Now all he does is wine. Oh, Oh, okay. He used to be a (laughs) he used to be a cheered Packer. Now he's friends with the guy from Fear Factor. (laughs) That guy has changed, ladies and gentlemen. But I do like his fiance, uh, Shailene Woodley. Very, very talented actress. Seems loyal. Seems nice. Much better than Rogers and his old girlfriend, Danica Patrick. And an overhyped, media-hungry athlete who is celebrated despite repeatedly. She only. uh, Yeah. (laughs) Oh, I screwed up again, dude. You know who I like about with, with. (laughs) <laughs> no, we don't. Shailene Woodley is much... This is a good joke, too, so I'm going to redo this one. I'm, I'm getting this one right, unlike that one last week. Okay. I, I like Shailene Woodley a lot better 
than Rodgers and his old girlfriend, Danica Patrick. I mean, an overhyped, media-hungry athlete who is celebrated despite only winning, what, once ever? And for that person to date Danica Patrick? (laughs) That is a good joke. Thank you. That is a good joke. All right, good. And let's be fair, Rodgers is an all-time great talent. Uh, But he has appeared on more episodes of the Pat McAfee show in the last week than he has Super Bowls in his entire career. (laughs) Hell, Pat McAfee himself has been to as many Super Bowls as Aaron Rodgers has. Now, one thing I will give Rodgers credit for is he's still a very good player, the reigning MVP. I mean, let's be honest, Aaron Rodgers is not washed up. But enough about his hygiene and appearance. (laughs) (laughs) He's filthy looking. Now, But speaking of football, let's move on to football, because the Rams have signed Odell Beckham. Now, this is Odell Beckham, the wide receiver. Not to be confused with Adele Beckham, who are my aunt's two favorite British celebrities. (laughs) (laughs) But I do think OBJ will fit right in in Los Angeles, the city of stars. He reminds me even of one of the great Hollywood stars of all time, Warren Beatty. You guys know Warren Beatty? Hollywood legend. Him and Odell. Both are from the South before going to New York and then L.A. Okay. Both constantly in the tabloids throughout their career. And both once proposed to Annette. (laughs) Wow. Thank you. Wow. For those who are the big crossover of old-time Hollywood and current NFL. And uh, the people that get it really enjoyed it. Thank you. That's that's my my brand. I'm trying to figure that out. That would be Annette Funicello, no, Annette, Annette Benning. Annette Benning. Oh, her. He's married okay. to Annette Benning, Warren Beatty, Hollywood. Okay. And looks, this move might work. It's definitely getting a lot of response. I mean, uh, this OBJ move. Some LA fans think the Rams will be better. Some LA fans didn't want the signing. And some LA fans just wish there was another football team in town that they could root for. But <laughs> apparently there's no. Don't, don't know of one. Uh, so now LA teams in the last year have added Russell Westbrook, Carmelo Anthony, Dwight Howard, Max Scherzer, Von Miller, and OBJ. My goodness, they've acquired more names from 2015 than Marty McFly when he bought the Sports Almanac. (laughs) (laughs) Seriously, LA teams have acquired so many past their prime talent from the mid-2000s that when Paris Hilton was trending on Twitter... I assumed it was because the Rams signed her to play running back. (laughs) (laughs) Now, there was controversy this week in the NFL when the refs enforced the taunting rule on Cassius Marsh in the Bears-Steelers game. And this has garnered lots of reaction to the rule. Mike Tomlin is for the taunting rule. Matt Nagy is against the taunting rule. Andy Reid said, I love taunting. I'm sorry, Toffee. Toffee. <laughs> toffee is my love. I, I made a mistake there. And finally, movie news. As Sylvester Stallone announced that he will be releasing a director's cut of Rocky IV. Ooh. Kind of a favorite on this show. Drago! Yes, the film will feature new scenes, including a very intriguing one, which I think is just a blatant attempt to cash in on recent current events. Apparently, there is a scene where after Rocky attacks Ivan Drago, Drago's two brothers create a Twitter account (laughs) (laughs) and threaten Rocky. Can you imagine that? That doesn't seem... That seems... 
apocryphally. <laughs> it does. Anac- anachronistic, if you will. Wow, look at you dropping the big words. Thank you. I was a journalism major. English minor. <laughs> what happened to you? No. <laughs> Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> there you go. There's I'm the a, uh, sports I'm a, kebab. I'm a journalism major with a job in 2020. I'll take that. <laughs> oh, you're right. Hey, you're way ahead of right. the game. True, right. true, true. Uh, sports kebab on Fridays with Jarrett Carlin. You can follow Jarrett on Twitter at Jarrett G C J A R R E T T G C. I for Next one. Week I, yeah. I'm really looking forward to that uh, director's cut of Rocky Four because we need another hour of training montage. Yes. Yeah. Who was the the band that did the uh, the song for that? Hearts on Survivor. Oh, Survivor. No, uh, yeah, that was. Uh, Is that Survivor? That was not. No, they did that's Burning Heart. There was a lot of hearts and fire yes, and burning yeah, on was. that on that soundtrack. <laughs> hearts on Fire. That was John Cafferty, I think. I don't know. Save it. We'll play it next week on Mustache Not a Mustache <laughs> Cafferty Edition. All, All right, coming up next, final thoughts heading into the weekend on this Football Friday. You can always text your thoughts to the FanDuel text line at 620-620 right now. It's Bickley and Murata Mornings, 98.7 FM, Arizona Sports Station. 98.7 FM, Arizona's Sports Station. Bickley and Murata, Song of the Day. Brought to you by Sonic. This is how we Sonic. Stop by your nearest location today for the new Sonic Garlic Butter Bacon Burger for a limited time, only at Sonic. Alright, today's song of the day. In honor of the Metallica tickets I purchased in Vegas... That I could resell for $700 profit on each, but I will not. Do it. <laughs> Metallica, seek and destroy. That shows in February? It is. Right after you the... You need anybody to take uh, one of the other tickets off your hand? <laughs> Just asking. Feb 25. Um, yeah. So Allegiant Stadium. Get your face melted by Metallica. Right. And that weird other Led Zeppelin knockoff band. <laughs> <laughs> uh, somebody somebody tweeted out on the Undisputed this morning, Vinny. I woke up this morning to Odell Beckham Jr. being relevant, Cam Newton on the Panthers, and the Warriors having the best record in the NBA. Is this 2016 all over again? And, and now Paris Hilton is... Yeah, actually, right, exactly. She's, she's old she wasn't now. even relevant in 2016. No, no, on that one. All right, there you go. There's today's song of the day. Bickley and Murata going off the grid. Brought to you by Sweet James Accident Attorneys. If you've been hurt in an accident, call Sweet James at 800-500-5200 or sweetjames.com. Speaking of being relevant in 2015, kind of the uh, the gist or at least the uh, origin of today's Daily Dose of Vinnie Joe trivia. Cam Newton back with the Carolina Panthers, back where he won an MVP in 2015. Uh, he is the only player in NFL history to win an MVP while wearing the uniform number one. thought that was interesting. The most common number for NFL MVPs has been the number 12. Yep. There's been five different players who have worn number 12 and won a league MVP award. Can you name them? Brady's Terry Bradshaw. Be. Terry Bradshaw. Tom Brady. Tom Brady. Tom Brady. Not good with numbers, man. I know. Uh, Joe Montana? No. He wasn't 12. He was 16. Bart Starr? Nope. He was 15. Jared's awfully quiet. This is not my wheelhouse. 
One of them was uh, one of them was a subject uh, in the sports kebab today. Uh, Warren Beatty. Warren <laughs> Beatty. <laughs> who did you? Who did you say? Paris Hilton. <laughs> well, I can't even remember now. He's Jared, kind, can you? He, he's kind of the guy that's the reigning MVP. Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, Aaron Rodgers. Oh, the other two. Oh, okay. You couldn't get Aaron Rodgers. You're definitely not Steve getting Steve McNair, uh, John Brody, or Rich Gannon. Oh, the other okay. two. Nope. Got it. Yeah. There yeah, you go. Aaron Rodgers. A couple of uh, housekeeping items from the show before we get into our final thoughts of the weekend. Um, Ray said this on on we did a game in the seven o'clock hour called uh, Panther, Tiger, or Cougar. Ray says, here are the answers in order. Cougar, Tiger, Panther, Cougar, Tiger, Panther, Cougar, Tiger, Panther, Cougar, Tiger, Panther. Uh, I see a pattern. Hashtag shut up, Garrett. I don't know if that's true. Is that true? I don't know if that's true, but we, we alternated back and forth without seeing each that's, other's things. Yeah. So that's just that's coincidental. weird. If that happened, that definitely was not planned. Okay. Wow. And uh, former Sun Devil and current Sun Devil color analyst for uh, men's basketball, Kyle Dodd, is on board with us. 1,000% need to bring back the Enchirito. Come on, Taco Bell. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what the way it happen. Real, real quick, I just want to play this because Mitchie the Kid, friend of the show, friend of the station, producer of, of uh, Burns and Gambo, Employee. actually called the game last night, but for the other team, for Riverside. Did he really? And here is his final call. Now back to Tattersall looking for the open man. Mormon takes it. Mormon with a dribble, a fire from Dion. It's good! from beyond the half-court line, and it's in! And the Highlanders upset the Sun Devils here in Tempe on a Hail Mary from deep. Pretty good call, Mitchie the Kid. And abiding by uh, safety protocols, obviously wearing a mask during that call. Uh, Real quick, uh, look, the unknown factor is off the charts in this week's game for the Cardinals and Panthers. Cardinals have to win this game, don't they? Yes, they have to win this game. Will they? Yes, I think they. There are four possible quarterbacks total that could play in this game. That is, well, there's five if you count but Matt Barkley. A, but, yeah. but this is a better football team than Jacksonville was. They just don't. I don't think they have the quarterback to pull it off. Yep, I agree. There you go. That's going to do it for us on this Football Friday. Appreciate you uh, tuning in. Have a great and safe weekend. Thanks to Darren Gant for joining us. Wolf and Luke are up next as Football Friday continues here on 98.7 FM, Arizona Sports Station. But as we do on Fridays, we leave you with more frivolity. Have a good one. It's uh, Dan Bickley, <laughs> Sweatpants Vinny, Salmon Shorts and the Ruthless here on oh, 98.7 I like FM, it. Arizona Sports Salmon Station. Salmon Shorts and the Ruthless. <laughs> So if you're joining us for the first time today, thank you. And never leave us again. Set it on your radio in your car. Mm-hmm. Rip the knob off. <laughs> Throw it out Throw the it window. Out. You will not need it anymore. If you were uh, one of those people that went to bed uh, maybe at the beginning of the fourth quarter, you probably were a little shocked to see that maybe you're not even up yet. I don't, yeah. I don't know. I don't know your sleep pattern. <laughs> what are you, but, some weirdo that follows people's sleep patterns? <laughs> Frank Kaminsky off the bench played 31 minutes and 31 seconds and scored a career high 31 points. Just then he went to Baskin-Robbins. Ah, good. Good.
Fox Sports One. Well, Tom. Tom. Go Snapper. Gold. I love gold. Isn't that weird? Yeah, I'm just one of those guys that's naturally peppy when I wake up in the morning. The Bears. And the Steelers. The Stillers. The Stillers and the Bears. The Bears. Yeah, big dummy. Lamont, you big dummy. His father, Roberto. Bobby Boucher. You remember that time that Bobby Boucher showed up at halftime and the Mud Dogs won the Boybin Bowl? The UC Riverside Highlanders. Aaron Rodgers breaking more rules out here getting coffee. Vincent, get up! Damn it! It was so long, I'm pretty sure it was written by Bill Simmons and directed by <laughs> Judd Apatow, bitch. I'm pretty sure that Tolstoy was responsible for it. He was in George's box! Roger Clemens is in George's box! Good morning, yeah. Start. Let's do this. Let's do it. Crushed. 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 See? These teams stink. See? I told you. Dad! Billy's <laughs> posturing I... toward me. Yeah. Make him stop. Uh, Never been to Mill Avenue, I guess. Mm-hmm. Aaron Rodgers he is... The worst. You're disgusting. Shut your drunk ass up. <laughs> Next level gruntled. All right, Gambono. Oh, you liberal bleep, 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 bleep. Screw this. 70% of the time, it's a great follow every time. Why does she only sing through her nose? Drew the Thrill Ride Hutchinson. Wow. Thrill Ride Hutchinson. It's about the mustaches we learn along the way. That man has a gorgeous head of hair. Aw, shiznit. Aw, shiznit. It's basically just, just four goofy. minutes of impersonating yeah. Jim Rome. <laughs> Would you rather fight 10 Frank Kaminsky-sized Colt McCoys? <laughs> Sweatpants, Vinny, and the ass draggers are very <laughs> interesting from the waist down today. Excuse me? Oh, dog! Oh, wow! Oh, I'm running out of foxes here. Running out of fox to give, huh? <laughs> Okay, you know, I'm just going home. Wolf and Luke up next. We'll catch you tomorrow morning here on no!